This week on Three Sides of the Coin, he's back for his fourth appearance. We've got Alan and, for the first time, Pear. And they're talking about the Demons of Rock and the new book all about magazine covers. Mm-hmm. Check it out. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. You got Mike. You got Tommy. We're the two original members. This is the original band here. Well, here's the irony of the show you're about to watch. So Mr. Cicchini, who's on vacation, eating crab, doing whatever it is he's doing, set this interview up. Even though we know our guests, he got this all worked out, scheduled, and then he doesn't bother to show up. He then at the last minute goes, oh, I can't attend next week because I'm going to be flying. Who's our guest? I'm like, you set the guests up. This was your show. (laughs) So so but the ironic part about this is we have a great discussion and it's actually probably better because he wasn't here. Well, I was going to add what makes this even more ironic is he was like, I can't attend on Tuesday when we normally record because I'm flying home on Tuesday. That's true. Can, can we move it to the next day? And I'm and like, it's Wednesday right now. It's Wednesday. So I'm like, yeah, we, I can move stuff around. Uh, Tommy, can you do it? Yeah. Okay. So, Mark, we can move it to Wednesday. Let's let them know. And then Mark's like, thumbs up. They can do it. Everything's good. Then Mark is like, oh, I'm going to be late. Well, as you see this week, Mark never showed up. <laughs> I mean, what do, what, do, what do we do with? Do we fire Mark? No. 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 Uh-uh. He's too nice of a guy. Yeah. No. We like him. We like what, him. What, it's what just I, Mark. What, it, we this... just learned to live with it. This is what we do. All of you that are listening or watching right now, please send him a message saying, how do you book? How is it that you book a guest and then you don't show up to participate in the guest that you book? Are you, too you could also, me- you could also mention, Mark, I hope your copy of the Demons of Rock comes with a crinkle in the corner of it. Yes, or you're missing the five trading cards it comes with, which it doesn't. Yeah, the five exclusive trading trading cards. cards. I think we should mess with them and make them think there's something that he's not getting. Exactly. It's it's Mark. If it's not a rooter, it's something. It's a. We love the guy. We love the guy. He's he's a big cuddly teddy bear, isn't he? He's rounded on us. Chunky but funky. Mm -hmm. um all right so um no comments this week although i will mention real quickly that i thought our show last week with lisa which really had no topic whatsoever was not going to be popular a lot of love for it people just wonder why well and and it's not because lisa's in a bikini because she doesn't really show the bikini yeah in what we recorded she did show the bikini in what we didn't record Yes, but we just didn't talk about anything really. I mean, it was just one of these loosey goosey episodes, and people are like, "We love those kind where it's just you chatting." So, Mm -hmm. thank you, thank you. I mean, we had fun. We had fun. I just didn't think it was going to be a great kiss episode. I never Um, thought any of them were going to be good. I will mention real quickly the 
kiss never happened that we talked about last week. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Um, you could message Lisa and tell her you're disappointed that the kiss never happened. Actually, it'd be funny if Lisa would have just kissed the cardboard girl at the uh, wherever it was that Izzy. Would have been funny if she just kissed Izzy. I don't want to see that. I know, but Izzy wouldn't have expected that either, and Izzy probably would have like, "I'm touching a woman," (laughs) (laughs) and she's not on a record. Poor Izzy. Izzy. I love Izzy, too. Izzy's up there with Mark. We love both of them. I miss Izzy. Um, So, anyway. Thank you for checking out last week's episode and for all the comments. Um, This week, awesome, awesome, awesome episode all about the Demons of Rock, the new book that Alan and Pear are releasing, which is nothing but magazine covers. What a great discussion how they tackled this. Um, Alan shares a story discussing this with Gene. There's so many cool stories. This is just a great trip down story and memory lane of magazine covers mm-hmm. from around the world. So check it out and we'll see you at the end. <laughs> hey, three sides of the coin. Um, we are waiting for one more person to show up. We've got Ross Radley on hold right now. <laughs> oh what a start boom right out of the gate it's a gift that keeps giving yeah i mean we all wanted to get together the four of us and review the magic book oh shit we can't review this magic book because it hasn't been released yet it hasn't been written yet it's never gonna happen we are gonna talk to two authors who just keep writing book after book after book and actually releasing it and I mean, people the, the book. And, that they yeah, yeah, taking orders and sending people what they order. It's it's just an insane concept to create a product, sell a product, and deliver a product, isn't it? <laughs> Imagine that. I mean, how do you guys how do you guys live with the pressure of actually creating and selling a product? It's got to be so intense. <laughs> it's a dirty job <laughs> it's a dirty job we know somebody yeah. who doesn't want to do it <laughs> um <laughs> you know alan this is what your third or fourth time on three yeah sides? i think it's uh i think it's the fourth yeah fourth yeah, so time. he needs he needs a we got to get him a jacket you're getting yes, close please. to a green green I'm jacket large. yeah yeah Thank a you. large green jacket large okay green jacket. all right well yeah, we'll we- get that Mark Mark's in charge of sending out the green jackets. Oh, Mark's. Oh dear. <laughs> we, but we need to we need to have one of those patches made. Something really, you know, to to commemorate. You know, and and yeah. and pair right. It's pair. Yeah. This is your first time on three sides of the coin. It is. It is. I'm. Uh, I'm in the. Um, I'm the incognito guy. I'm the. Um, one the guy in the shadows exactly uh, you're 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 a name (laughs) that we've never seen (laughs) i'm just popping the ideas and trying to convince uh elaine it's a good idea and then uh then we do a book if i uh if i doesn't succeed we don't do a book (laughs) well if it doesn't succeed it's if if it doesn't succeed it's your fault yes 100 percent correct there you go exactly (laughs) <laughs> that's the, that's the dynamic that works very well for me. That, that's yeah, how it because, works. 
Yeah, That's because where we every, agree. <laughs> every book Alan's done on his own has succeeded. So yes. anything that he does with you that doesn't succeed, well, obviously, <laughs> it's because you were brought into the picture. It's not enough magic. That's uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's next time. You, may, maybe next time, Alan can partner with Ross. Oh dear. Next question. Yes. Next question. <laughs> when are you taking over the magic book and going to write it yourself? In, um, I, I, I'm not sure I should answer that, but like I've mentioned before, I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole. So there you go. Mm -hmm. You just need to release a book at some point in the future and call it magic. Just just to get him to just come out and say something. <laughs> to get people to well, move on. <laughs> honestly, uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was 2021, I did a book called Kiss on Tour, 7483. It was a 160-page right. covering the first uh, 10 years of Kiss touring. And uh, it did very well. Thank you very much. So, number one, it's possible. Number two, people loved it. And number three, I've done it. So, you know, I can I can do other well, things. You know, that that's why we have always loved to have you on. Because, I mean, when you say you're going to do something, you do it. You deliver. I mean, that, I, I, honestly, that's not asking a lot. If some somebody, anybody says, I'm going to create a product or I want to release or do something, then do it. I mean, you know, at the at the end of the day, you're only as good as your own word. And, you know, your word is good. I mean, you, we've got Julian next week. Julian's another author who just constantly says, I'm writing something. And guess what? The books appear. The product Here, appears. It's a great, great book on uh, 1980, 1981. It's, uh, it's a great, uh, great publication. I uh, I. Well, 1980 is one of my favorite years in history, and, and he did a, it's it's, it's he did a very a transitional yeah. it's a very transitional yes. period for the band. <clears throat> um, I've got I got the book about a week ago. It's sitting on my desk right in front of me. I haven't read it yet, but I've scanned through it, and I mean, it's filled with photos and ads and tickets, and you know, we'll we'll get we'll get mm. into that next yeah. week, but this. This week we're talking to the Demons of Rock cover 50 years. So basically, and correct me if I'm wrong here, this is going to be a two-volume book. Is that a good way to describe it? Volume one, both <laughs> volumes are going to be filled with magazine covers. That's correct. So the 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 topic go ahead, of, go ahead. Of the topic of this uh, of this of this work this time is we are covering the 50 years of kiss with their 50 years of magazine covers so it's it's a it was a huge task obviously uh, from 1974 to 2023 all the covers kiss was on in magazines from nine, from all over the world and it is so huge that, in fact, we can't really do it in one go. We have started this volume four, but number four of Demons of Rock is all the covers from Asia Pacific, Europe, and Latin America regions. And next year, when Kiss finishes their US tour, 
we will oh, you think they're going to finish? The version. <laughs> they will, they'll finish the tour. I didn't say they finished touring. <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Don't put me in hot water here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, the, the, the volume we're talking about now has over, and I'm just taking this off of um, a PDF promo you sent me, over 1,700 covers from 46 countries. That is Asia, Pacific, Europe, mm. and Latin America. And then next year, it's going to be the same concept, but U.S. That's right, U.S. and Canada. And just to put a, a little perspective, since we're among KISS fans and, and diehard fans, if you are familiar with the uh, 1977 Music Life Encyclopedia, which is one of my favorite books, that book had about 350 photos. This one has 1,000. 700 photos so if you like kiss photos you will love the demons of rock volume 4 and how so, big is it yeah go go ahead tommy um it's 200 pages split okay. in two once again uh for uh logistics reasons it's much you get a more solid magazine sturdier if you if you don't go over a certain number of pages so we'll have 100 pages times two um, for a total of 200 pages. Okay. So talk, talk about the the work, basically, the, quote, legwork that had to go into. I mean, yeah, where do you we know, as, 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 as we know, as KISS fans, they're on, they've been on magazine covers since day one, or literally around the world. And there's got to be some challenges of how do you know you put every effort into tracking down what's out there? You know, talk to us about the work that went into finding these covers. Was there rights that you had to deal with to acquire and reproduce covers? Um, and then what other information did you include just besides a, a photo of the cover? Yeah, that's a good, very good question. And obviously, it didn't start a few months ago. It starts decades ago. And that's where Pear, Pear's uh, input is invaluable. So go ahead, Pear. I mean, getting this book together, starting right now, is uh, it's years, years and years upon work, just by cataloging and logging all the, all the different issues, all the different uh, countries. For, for starters, and then uh, then you need to like contact every country if you know people luckily enough in that country and see if they remember what they grew up with and yada yada yada. So we had the luxury, or I had the luxury, becoming a magazine collector without really knowing I was, but apparently I became a quite avid collector, and. Um, that resulted in in me helping friends in the U.S. or different countries getting stuff from Europe. They they helping me getting stuff from Asia or, or U.S. And together we just shared information back and forth on what magazine was released, what year, what covers. Yeah, basically all the the information you need to to get that list the list that all collectors have, you know, the, the one you cross off and you have right. one square left and it goes like, I'm going to get that before I die, that kind of list. And um, 
as years went on, many stopped collecting, older than me, sold the collections, and but the lists I kept, I I asked for printed ones. I even have a friend in uh, in the U.S. who's uh, he's he's as skilled at technology as me, so he he couldn't actually do the whole list by email. So he printed it by me asking him. He printed it and he sent it in paper to me. And I took that list together with my list and two or three other lists and put into one big megalodon kind of list that I then started to to cross off numbers and, and issues that were double listed. Uh, yeah, all the, all the info just to get it correct. And I was happy with that all the way to to Elaine started to go through that list and cut off even more because he speak uh, Italian, Spanish, languages that neither of me and, and my friends of the list speak. So uh, getting this clear, good list to work with is how you get a book like this done. And uh, starting with that, from zero scratch now, I would probably say I'm not in because it's a huge, huge task. Well, and I also want to point out, because I was looking at the bio too, it, for those of you that are watching and listening either or, if you think you've seen these, you haven't, because I can tell you, I'm look, I'm not a massive collector like Mark, but I've seen a lot of this stuff online and in person over the years. I would say the majority of what you sent in your sample, I'd never seen before. So there's so much out there that you guys are adding to these um, volumes that people are, probably aren't even aware of. So for those of you that are already collecting magazines, I would think this would be a great um, reference point for you because you can actually physically, if I'm correct here, you'll be able to see all the covers and then the information below. Is that right? Of what yes, that's correct. In the, in, the, in the country of origin. That is correct. That is correct. And, and I'm like you. I, I've been a fan for, for decades. I've, I've seen a lot of magazine covers. And when, when Pear would send me the files of some countries, I had, I had no idea there were so many covers, for example, in Spain or in Argentina or in Brazil. I mean, it's just an incredible um, collection of photos that you you are not aware of. I was not aware and, and I think many people are are will discover for the first time. When when you were I guess how did you start out by defining kiss on a magazine cover? That's so a is very is, is, good you know very difficult question. Yeah, because looking at this I could sit here and go, well, is it where KISS is the only artist on the cover? Or is, you know, like some of the circus magazines that came out in the 80s, Kiss might be a small image amongst everybody else. Did that constitute being on the cover? Did it have to be a professionally produced on the newsstand magazine? Or what about somebody's fanzine where they printed up 100 issues, but Kiss is on the cover? I mean, how did you define what is a Kiss magazine cover? Yeah, that was, uh, like I said, a very. It's a very good question. It was a very difficult question, and parent I discussed that and clashed a lot about what what to keep and what not to keep. And I would say that 
um, cataloging KISS covers is, is not a science, it's an art. So we did uh, have a basic rule of, of KISS being at least 50% of the cover. Then some very rare magazines from uh, maybe no Norway or Finland that you, you have never seen in your life have sometimes it's one third of the cover, but we decided to include those that were extremely rare or that showed a very a never before seen or rarely published photos. Um, we also decided not to include Kiss fanzines because it's not uh, publications that are, like you said, available in newsstands. So the 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 rule is public is. Um, periodicals. We have magazines and newspapers. We don't have books. We don't have songbooks. We don't have photo books. Um, the next thing was it's about Kiss. It's not about Gene Simmons, the uh, the businessman. It's not about Paul Stanley, the painter. It's not about Ace Ace Frehley or Freddie's Comet. It's it's hundred percent Kiss. So when a Kiss a member of KISS was in KISS for KISS, the cover is in there. Gene Simmons' band and all that, we decided to left that. We also left KISS comics out. So despite all those restrictions, we still managed to get over 1,700 photos. That's crazy. All right, it so is crazy. I want to take you off track for a minute because I believe either one of you or both of you can answer this question. I don't follow it the way that I used to as far as the collecting piece of it. I've seen different things pop up online that people are selling. And one of them is the KISS poster books. They look like magazines. Okay. Can you tell me, are those, at one point, were those actually real? Or is that all just something that someone's fabricating now? That's a the very Sweden good one? question. I, don't know I think I, I, I think yeah I think so yes so uh, yes poster was uh, yes Swedish publication yes that is yeah. completely legit and then there are more recent issues that are absolutely not legit okay all right so so <laughs> but but do you do you consider a poster book a magazine or a photo book the it's poster, poster magazine is a magazine it's a, a publication. It's a periodical, so we we have included okay. them. Okay. So the then, tricky part, as a, as it's a Swedish magazine, um, the tricky part of this is shame. Uh, Mark is not here because I had a fun story about it when with him. But the, the Swedish magazine, obviously a big one for me, as I'm Swedish, and uh, Poster magazine is one of those magazines that both Gene and and Bill Coyne over the years mentioned way later as one of the absolute favorite publications. And I saw Gene Simmons auction now sold record high <laughs> prices on some of the Swedish uh, Swedish ones. But the thing with that magazine is it's made of posters with different groups. But on the flip side of some of the posters, it's text and articles. So it becomes a magazine. But the tricky part with the magazines are that 99.8% of that magazine is on walls in teenagers' rooms around 75 to, to 80. So getting a magazine that's still staple, still complete and all this, it's, uh, it's a big deal even over here. And, and the prices are far from, from cheap. It's uh, been insane prices for 
at least 10 years. So how, well, I I just want to follow up with this. So how long, how long were those produced only till 1980? Number one, secondly, how do um, our listeners know what's real and what's fake? Because I've never held any one of those in my hand before. So I've never physically seen them other than pictures of them online. So I, I really, not that I have an issue one way or another with them being authentic or not, that's for other people to determine. I'm just curious as to, can we educate so people know that are collecting what the difference is? The legit ones will be in the book, obviously. And okay. uh, the... And- can, if I can just say, they are magazine. they are two. There, there's Swedish and Germans. Okay. Yeah. The nostalgia around this magazine in Sweden is, is what made this, such a such a, big deal because Swedish fans have, remaked, sets, from from eras that that the post magazine never really covered. And uh, Dutch and German fans have covered other eras of the bands that didn't make it into a magazine. And uh, so, if if you live in the U.S. or you're not you're not familiar with the originals, uh, I suggest you uh, buy this book. <laughs> well, yeah, you're no, that's another. You're gonna need some <laughs> but, some help. But you're for... right, and that's kind of the was the point of my question. That not only is it cool to see all this stuff for those of you that collect magazines, this is going to be an accurate portrayal of the stuff that was, you know, legitimate at yeah, the time. The, the real, real deal. I mean, I, I think, I think this is actually how I met Mark the first time on on very early days on eBay. Because he bought some poster magazine posters from me, and from then we we just kept in touch. And he was he was going mental over these posters because the posters used in Swedish in in this magazine is is not posters that are actually used in any international magazines. Basically, it could right. be from the same photo session and stuff like that, but it's not the same posters. So I think I ended up helping Mark to get all the posters. I think there's 67 posters or something. Jesus. From 75 to to 80. All right. So then the people that are making them now aren't necessarily recreating the old ones. They're kind of taking bits and pieces from the old ones yeah. and something completely new. Yeah. There's okay. nothing looking like the original. And they, the, there was a German guy who did uh like reproductions of the original posters, but the upside in the, oh, I can't see it, but this logo, this one here, is always on the upper corner of a poster right up here. And that logo, they swapped out on all the repros to a different logo than the original. So there's small tell and tales, but going into it right now and just start gathering and, and buying all the magazines are, uh, it's a maze, to be honest. It's, uh, well, yeah, because I'm that's... seeing some of them sell for a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something insane. new. I mean, I know this magazine, the particular one that I hold, holding up, is the first one, my favorite. I remember I bought myself tickets to go see Kiss at the uh, Cobra Hall in 2009. Because it's on my birthday, 
And um, so this is 2009. That's what's that? 14 years ago. I sold this magazine a, a double for five hundred dollars on eBay. And the guy he asked me, "So what are you what are you doing?" I'm just selling doubles because I'm going to Detroit next month to see Kiss. And he was like, "It's for vacation." And I was like, "No, I'm going there for for two gigs." <laughs> And that's it. And it's a, it's a hit and run. And then back home. Okay. So his argument was, if you can pay the money to go to Detroit to see Kiss two days and then back to Sweden, I can pay $500 for this magazine. No problem. And uh, it's that's 14 years ago. And yeah. in Sweden, it's not, it's not that it's selling high internationally because it probably sell higher in Sweden. Because it's that much of childhood memories and nostalgia right. into the magazine. Yeah, and, and like I said, I didn't want to take too left of a turn because we're here to talk about your new book. But this kind of ties in and it was something that I've been curious about for quite some time because you just don't know what's real and what's not anymore. So it's like if people want to spend the money however they want, great. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but it's nice to know exactly what it is. Yeah, so I thank you for clarifying that, guys. The the covers that are in the book, did you guys want to actually get the physical cover so you've got proof it existed, or were you happy having a source that could just give you a digital file and tell you that this was a cover that existed? I had a bunch of stuff on file that I'm looking for. Uh but but like I said in the beginning, if you if if you do this long enough and and collecting itself, you you've done this for thirty years, and you have friends basically in every corner of the world, uh, you can always like reference and see if this this is an actual magazine. And these days you can Google it and this and that. But I would probably say that ninety eight plus percent no more is scans or photos of actual magazines from friends. There, are, there might be like two, three internet pictures of magazines that, that we couldn't find, basically, and uh, but we know exist. So it's no... Um, and if you're unsure, I know, I know we, we had a few of those in, in previous books that you couldn't really clarify with up to absolute hundred percent, this is a real deal. Then we just dropped it basically because if you put stuff in there you're unsure of, then you're gonna start rumors and and stuff like that, and people are gonna share stuff that don't exist, and it's gonna be a mess. As as you were assembling this, from a historical standpoint in the band's career, was there a certain year that you saw? Covers start to explode that they appeared on the number of covers. Meaning, was there was there a point in their career where you go, "Holy crap!" Nineteen seventy five was ten times the covers they were on in nineteen seventy four, or was it was nineteen seventy eight the big year where they just exploded onto covers? I want to get an idea of when. What what was their what was the when did they explode for appearing on covers? That that depends a lot on the countries. 
uh, and and yeah. if you know the kiss, if you know the kiss story, you you can see exactly when kiss is becoming popular in 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 a certain country. I would say, oh, generally speaking, the international uh, cover, since we we are dealing with the Asia, Europe, and uh, Latin America, it 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 really starts in the summer of seventy six when they are being distributed uh, internationally in Australia, in Spain, in in Europe. You start seeing. Uh, covers in the summer of 76 and then country by country obviously in brazil it's 1983 in europe in it's in in the benelux france uh, belgium netherlands it's in 79 with i was made for love in you uh, australia of course 1980 so it it really the based on on the their success in 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 the country that you see a a, a peak in uh, in in magazine covers on for kiss and knowing the band's history in each of those countries, would you see a, a peak when that tour happened in Australia and then the following year, boom, tour in Brazil, peak the following year, back to nothing again? Was that pretty common? Yes, there is. If one exception, it's Mexico. Uh, Mexico is unbelievable i think it's close to 30 <laughs> pages of, of magazine covers and really there's no there's no rhyme or reason to the the frenzy in mexico because they didn't go there until i think i think the reunion tour they the first show was in 97 but obviously i guess being very close to the us they they have a long history of of covers and uh, they're absolutely stunning i had seen maybe 10 percent of them um through through my i guess my being a, a regular fan but pairs collection and and friends that we we have that helped with uh, some unbelievably rare magazines and newspapers we have i think close to 200 covers for for Mex just mexico wow. it's it's insane and it and they're beautiful very colorful from 76 to uh well to 2022 i think now, are you were? I know there's probably more than one, but is there one particular magazine for either one of you that sticks in your head that was like the hardest one to track down to get verified? That that holy grail where you're like, yeah. oh my god, I can't believe I found this, or maybe it was I didn't even know. Nobody knew this one even existed. So many. There, go ahead. I have, uh, I have actually, but I wanted to return to what my, uh, Mike said about the peak. If you look at that, maybe the fairest peak to see Kiss at the top would be 76, 77 in, in the US. And then it kind of flatlines, goes more into girly magazine, teen magazines, the circus magazines up in the corner and all this. But the, yeah. the tip top covers. I have for my holy grail would be one of them is Sunbums Hawaii 1976. It's just the week after the gig, I think. And uh, I actually outbid Mark on this one on eBay, which is <laughs> it's, a, it's a proud moment. <laughs> Weird. That's all the and, and, and listen, you outbid Mark, and you're actually showing what you. What you purchased, yeah. unlike but Mark, who would never it show now. it. He, he found it. He found it. Well, and I we're mean, going to also have to mention to him that you showed us a magazine that was really cool, and we can't believe he doesn't have it in his collection. <laughs> that would be awesome. 
in-house 1976 okay. performance magazine international weekly i mean they were they're all over the place like metro student news 1977 so you see them you see them in in the weirdest places that would that i would say is the peak okay that would return again like in 96 97 when when they are on the re, on the reunion where they are on on the weirdest stuff again like back on on economical magazine playboy yeah all Works. the weird covers they did early reunion so uh i would say for us 76 77 uh easy until uh 96 97 so 20 years later it's just enough time for nostalgia. Yeah, it starts all perfect over timing. Again. Yes, yeah. from and 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 this isn't maybe related to a holy grail cover, but do you each have a cover where you're just like, boy, that is just such a beautiful cover. It's beautiful colors. It was a beautiful photo. It was a beautiful design. Maybe it's not a rare cover, but just something that you know is like. Almost something you go, I want to put that in a frame and I want to put that on the wall because it's yeah. just so beautiful looking. Good question. It's a it's a tough one to to just pick one cover. But that Sunbombs is uh is one. It's um it's about, I like the big magazines, the, the especially like uh like the metro one that's oversized, nearly like a newspaper size stuff. And um I didn't bring out more more American ones, but this one I searched for many, 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 many years. It's from Australia, their oversized big king of the kings. And I've seen it a couple of times, and it price-wise, sky high. And the last couple of times, it didn't even was uh, complete. So I didn't buy it. But now I finally found it. And um, just the size of it, Mexico, 1975. Wow. I mean, uh, That's cool. You can't really beat these, even with the digital stuff you have these days. Yeah. It's uh, the simplicity of the whole thing. And it's the colors. It's, uh, it's something in the DNA when you grew up with this. <laughs> Uh, things I think that you relate to in, to in a different way than with all the technology you have today. You can print basically everything, but a two-color, three-color poster or magazine or whatever from the seventies kicks ass either way. Yeah, because it's special. Yeah. How about how about makeup versus non-makeup? What was the percentage of covers that had the band in makeup versus? No makeup. Well, the yeah. no, the no, the no makeup really within the fifty years was only I think twelve, right? So right. they're they're obviously outnumbered by the makeup covers. Um, and again, some some countries have different uh, have different percentage. For example, there are a lot of non makeup covers in 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 Scandinavia and Finland and and Sweden in 80 from 83 to 86 they were on the covers of a lot of magazines which is not the case for most regions 
Um, so there are some really nice ones, some very rare uh, photos. The, the, a couple of covers from Indonesia, believe it or not, kisses on the cover of magazines in Indonesia without makeup. Really? Um, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, 40, <laughs> 46 countries, you have, you, you've never heard, I would say you've never heard of the countries, but you would not imagine for one of the coolest, one of the coolest covers uh, from uh, the elder period is in Turkey. Would you have imagined that Turkey had wow, a music magazine yeah. <laughs> with, with the eld with a fantastic elder cover? Well, you will find out soon. So it was full of surprises. And I I absolutely loved working on, on this uh, on this on this book because I, I, I love magazines. I thought I was a magazine collector. Compared to Pear, I have absolutely nothing. But I have I have a very good memory and lots of childhood memories of seeing Kiss on 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 magazine covers when I was uh, living back in Belgium from, from Holland, from Germany, from Belgium. So th those, that period, 80, 80 to 85, I, I finally found one cover from, from, from Holland that I had seen when I was a kid and I had never seen it uh, until, again, until I, I got the, the files from there of Gene, Gene, 1980 photo of Gene with a little Santa Claus hanging from his tongue. That's a really cool cover. And I remember seeing it on vacation when I was six or seven years old. And I was absolutely mesmerized. Oh, my God, it's Kiss, it's Kiss. And he has a little Santa Claus. Amazing. And then I saw it in, uh, in, in the book. So that's those little tidbits and little cool things. I'm sure everyone who has seen magazines will find one in there that, that they remember. Yeah. And um, it, it, it's really entertaining to see what photos were used and what countries they were in. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a fun read for sure. What do you, do you have any idea what the breakdown is? How many of these covers are, are magazines that cover a variety of topics in the issue, other bands, it just happens to be kiss on the cover versus magazines where, you know, kiss has been known since the seventies for putting out kiss specials. You could still buy them on the newsstand, but it's a, de a, ma a magazine that was 100% dedicated to Kiss. What's the what's the breakdown? How many how many covers are in each of those types of categories? Because I remember as a kid growing up, you know, other than finding them on Circus or Sixteen magazine, it was all of the Kiss specials that whether it was Cream or whoever was making these yeah. specials, you know, it was just like, I'd buy those all the time. So how, you know, what's the, what's the, what's the mix between those two types of magazines? There, there's, an, the, there's another type of magazine we should mention is the poster magazines, which are, you know, fold out like posters that are folded and make look like magazines, but they are posters. Right. So poster magazines, for example, in, in Latin America, in Argentina or Brazil, they're almost half. They have they've they've released many, many poster magazines. And in some some of the European countries, too. Obviously, the most famous one in Europe would be uh, uh the Netherlands, uh, with the MP MP specials are are very uh, sought after and popular in uh, among collectors. Like the music parades, yeah. They have like yeah, seven, yeah, uh, seven covers folds out to big, huge uh, posters. 
And I mean, like the specials that you're talking about, you have the US specials, uh, like the the best of the, the Phantom, the two cream ones, uh, Platinum, all those classic, the ones that the people is, it, it's like vinyl, basically. You, you buy the whole catalog and then you pick a favorite record or a favorite era and you buy those vinyls. And when you start on magazines, you buy the specials. That's like the good stuff. And then you buy the old stuff that you remember from your childhood. And then you continue and continue. But I think as for specials, I think US wins as, as a complete special special. Um, Australia have maybe two, three around 1980. All comes like boom, boom, boom. Sweden have... I don't know. There's five specials, five or six specials with poster. That's no, there's three specials with poster. That's all kiss. No, there is five specials with poster, and they're all in the book. It's it's too many, uh, too many magazines, and and too late for me now. But as for just special magazine with just cover to cover kiss, I think US wins, and uh, again. The, the ones that you mentioned, Mike, and uh, again, 96, 97, they just popped up all over the place. Oh, yeah. So, Metal, like, Edge Metal, started, Edge and, and Metal Edge started doing yeah. them every six months. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I mean, like, like you said, with uh, what, what to cover and what years, believe it or not, the, the magazines from 82, 83, 84, 85, maybe in europe where where european magazines uh, take out the american magazines because they played over here around that time not as much as they played in the us but then you have the magazines with kiss with no makeup and still specials with no makeup but somehow people think nobody gonna want them in the future so nobody kept them so there, there's a couple of magazines from Finland that just have two pages of Kiss and uh, and a cover, but there's nowhere to be found. Nobody kept hmm. them. They cut them up and put them in scrapbooks like everybody did. Yeah, you so you can't find one them to keep today. and one to cut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. if, if ever. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, when, when I was a kid, nobody ever thought, oh, I better buy two issues so I don't have, yeah. <laughs> so I have a mint copy. No, it's like I'm buying oh, no. this one. I'm buying Dude, this no. one sixteen magazine, and I'm pulling all of the eight by ten photos out and putting them on the wall. And yeah, I kept I kept the magazine, but it was all in pieces. <laughs> See, I bought three every single time: one to keep mint, one to cut up, and then one to trade with a friend if they've got something that I can't find because it was really hard to find that first grooves magazine. That was tough because I don't know where anyone found it to start with. It was never on any of the stands that I would always visit. I remember seeing those in the like in the nineties, I think, because they were never on sale over here. Not, yeah. not a chance. But the first time I saw them, like maybe in the UK around early ninety something, when we saw uh, the Revenge tour over there, I saw some special uh, at uh, the convention. And I never seen them. I was a vinyl guy, so I, I wasn't really into magazines. But 
I mean, the covers to be able to to remember back when you bought those magazines as a kid, mm-hmm. that must be insane. Really, really insane. Oh yeah, uh, we, oh, we would bike. Yeah. We'd yeah, we know for twice a week. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, it was a ritual. Every every week, you'd just ride to your local drugstore, your local supermarket. You got to know who had the good newsstands, and every week it was just because again, this is all timeline means everything. It was all pre-internet. You had no idea if anything was coming out at all. That's no, right. You you just yeah. were like okay. There's a good chance 16 is going to have them. Tiger Beat's going to have them. Circus, Hit Parader, Kerrang. Um, now you got to find the newsstand that carries them. And yeah, you would just, I remember every week walking up to um, Snyder's Drugstore. And it's just like, all right, let's just see what's on the newsstand this week. And, you know, I've talked about it in the past. If there was even a thumbnail image, or a thumbnail mention in copy, I bought the issue. Because especially during the late 70s into the early 80s, and and we 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 learned this in a episode years ago, you know, KISS was having a hard time getting into legitimate music magazines at that point in time. So the KISS team was pitching them to the teen magazines and all these other outlets where it's like yeah well barry gibbs in there and the bgs are in there but yeah yeah, they'll they'll also happen to cover kiss because by this point in time you know they were not a serious enough band anymore for the real music magazines to cover them every freaking week or month so yeah we, (laughs) we, 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 we just walked in it's just like we don't you know it was like Am I going to get lucky today? Am I going to find a cover? Am I going to find a mention? Am I going to? You just kept buying everything that came out. Yeah, I remember starting on uh, on the covers with Circus Magazine, and then uh, one of the covers that I bought was the the early one, um, the reddish one, seventy six something, seventy seven mm-hmm. maybe. And I bought that together with four or five other magazines, like in a bundle, and and the guy shipped them here. And I was kissing all the other magazines as well. So I, I kind of found a list. I think I got a list from Shark saying what circus magazines had kiss. And as soon as you hit 1977, 78, 79, that was basically kiss in all the magazines. So if you bought a teen magazine, a cream magazine, a circus magazine, 78, 79. If that was one, were they weekly? Like teen, 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 super teen and teen bag and all I don't, I don't, I don't think they were weak. I don't think they were weekly. But... They were monthly, but sometimes they were bi-monthly. And, and, and then the special issues would come out. But there were so special... many of them coming out. Yeah, there out. were so many of yeah. them that it was like almost every week you could find a different new. issue. That and it was them. hard because some places would carry the variety others wouldn't. And so that I don't remember it was the Bob Guccione one. I think there was from the seventies, there's a picture of each band member and it, their names at the top of it. And it's essentially the exact same magazine, just with different covers. And then I think there might've been a feature. Um, 
those were really, really hard to find because they all shipped at the same time. And a lot of the different, um, uh, you know, bookstores or, or Woolworths or, or diamond stores didn't carry all four of them. They just ordered a few. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, I've got, again, you know, the, the back cover made the, made a poster and finding all four of those was almost impossible. You know, I want, I wonder if, if, if back yeah. in the seventies related to that, Tommy, cause I know this was the case, you know, in, in the late nineties, two thousands, when I was working with them, um, I wonder if they were printing the same amount of issues for each guy back in the seventies, or did they already know back then that Peter's going to be the, the worst selling one. So we're only going to print a quarter of the number for Peter. Gene is going to be the number one seller. So we print twice as many for Gene as we do for everybody else. Then Ace is a close second and Paul is right there as well. That made, I, I know when I was working with them, that made it harder to track down copies when they would do, you know, put each guy on an issue and four covers. They never printed the exact same number of copies for each guy because they <laughs> just knew from historical data. Peter was always going to be sipping. Yeah. Peter was might, always the worst seller. Just was. Uh, well, know, that what, might have been part of it. This, this is the, just for everyone that's watching, this is, where did I, oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, guys. This you had the ace. There you go. One. Those yeah. are, that's the one that was almost impossible to find all four. For yeah. whatever reason, maybe to, Mar to Michael's point, they knew and they made more of gene than they did of anyone else or whatever the, the number was yeah i don't know i don't know if they knew that back then although from a business standpoint i would think somebody was asking that question going well gee are we going to print the same number of each one or is one going to sell more than the other i mean i i know by you know by the reunion era and onward they knew that you know, and it wasn't yeah. just for magazine covers. It was for action figures. It was for anything where you had individual members. There was never the same amount produced across the board for each member. Right. Yeah, it's it's an interesting question. I think, like like Tommy said, they are they're still hard to find, and especially in fine uh, fine condition. Yeah, so, uh, in, in I, good I condition really is actually, impossible these days, really. I never thought about which one that would be. I got them early on, so I never I never really kept track of it. I know how, however there is there is three other Gene Simmons covers with the same collector series, and there's one of those covers that's near impossible to find. I think it's the late one that came. Maybe it's even early 79 or late 78. By is, uh, is that the oh no, Gene Simmons is dead one? Could be. I I, I have the worst memory ever. I need that's okay. photos and, uh, and lists. I know there is one of those that's really hard to find. But I also remember at the time back in the 70s thinking, God, they always have the Gene Simmons one. That's like the easiest one to get. It was always the other three that seemed like a challenge. You know? Yeah, 
so there's got to be something to what you were saying, Michael, about maybe they produced more of one. I had heard that about Spin Magazine, that they made more jeans than any of the other ones from that from 96. But I don't know if that's true. Well, no, I mean, I, I know that was true for those magazines, for McFarlane action figures, for all that stuff. Oh, OK. It, 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 it wasn't, you know, hey, we're producing 100,000 of each guy. No, it might be 100,000 of Gene, 50,000 Peter, 70,000 Ace, 60,000 Paul, you know, because they kind of they knew by then which guy would always sell more when it came to anything. And it was always Gene. It was mm -hmm. always Gene. I mean, Gene was just the most recognizable. He was the one people went after. Ace was number, Ace and Paul always were like right there at number two, pretty much the same. But Peter was always a distant fourth, a distant. This, um, uh, when, go when ahead. I think about when I think about the uh, the liking of the different guys when it comes to something that's very specific when it comes to to uh, numbers produced and and uh, items liked. I always think about the necklaces, the solo necklaces, because it's oh. always Peter Chris solo necklace that you see, but you never see the Peter Chris stick pin. Which is one of those things that I, uh, it's always puzzled me. I know me and Elaine talk about it when we did um, the Kisami book, because we had, uh, there we go. That's my cat. There you go. <laughs> Standing we had, up for uh, Peter. the forms out. And um, who puts a, a needle stick pin, you know, the logo, uh, the logo thing? on an order sheet for kids, who's going to buy that? If you have the option, so your mom and your dad says, okay, you get two things off this. You get a T-shirt, you get a belt buckle, you get a necklace, you get a badge, or whatever the, the other stuff was. Or you can get one of those things that looks like you had on your, on your tie in the school. Who kept that? Who bought that? So right. get a Peter Chris stick pin is near impossible. While the necklace is plenty of, but yeah, it could be the same for magazines. Maybe they they figure that one out after a while. That... Yeah, yep. Yeah. Did you guys so all these magazine covers, photos by a plethora of photographers? What kind of challenges, or were there any, in getting the rights to reproduce them in a book and sell them? Yeah, you're, 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 muted, you're muted. You're muted. You're muted, Alan. Maybe it's better now. Then um, there are there, there's none because the it's a, the, the cover is obviously the thing you see. It's not if we were reproducing the contents and the inside of the magazine, the copyrighted material, the, the article would be an issue. But the cover, by definition, is um, everyone can see. It's also reproduced in, in smaller size. And it's a photo of the magazine. It's not the magazine. So there is, there are no um, issues in terms of copyright for photographers. They, they've already been used in the magazine. We are taking a photo of the magazine. So there, there, there are no issues there. And, and I'm assuming that's also why there's no issues 
with the KISS logo because you're just taking a picture of a product that's got the KISS logo in it. You're not reproducing and creating something and putting the logo on it yourself. Somebody, no, of somebody, not. somebody else already acquired the rights and the permission to put the logo on that magazine cover. You are literally just taking a picture. It, yes, it's funny. Just to, I, be I, on, I, to, to be on I, the safe side, there are no photos of the logo on the cover of the book. So of, just of to the be, book, right? Yes, but but you know, because I've all I've always joked with people. I'm like, listen, you know, you can't you can't put the Kiss logo on your product. But you could take a picture of somebody wearing a Kiss T-shirt and put that photo in your book because it's a photo of somebody wearing a shirt. It's it's sort of a similar thing is is how I'm seeing it. You're you're taking a picture of a product. Yes. Yes. You're yeah, not and, and creating a product. That's right. And again, the the um, the rules for for publications are is different from merchandise. So right. some magazines, magazines, I think, are allowed a certain size of the logo on to promote the, the KISS article in their magazine. But it's press and books are not are not merchandise. If, it's, if you put a logo on the T-shirt or on a belt buckle or a poster, that's merchandise. If it's publication and it's press and it's book, it's 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 a different uh, there are different rules for that. Right. 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 OK. OK. Um, where, do, where do people order this if it's not already sold out? It's not, it's not sold out yet. Um, we, but started, it will, cause uh, every one of your books, every, every time out. we, every time we have you on or we talk about it, they're gone. Yes. Thank you very much. Within for a that, week or two. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, uh, we launched about a week ago, I think. Yeah. And the website you can uh, you can pre-order um, is on one word kissontour74-83.com. It's kissontour74-83.com. It's a pre-order now, but don't worry; it will be, be it, it will be printed um, in about a week or so, and I will start shipping mid to end of September, twenty twenty-three. And then the timeline for the U.S. book again is when next year? Um, let's give a l large range. We'll see probably mid-2024, perhaps first quarter, perhaps second quarter. We, we, uh, we're not sure. We have a lot of things going on and uh, we want to take our time. Like, you, well, this, the tour is supposed to end in December. We are probably gonna have a few extra, a few extra covers. So when when the U.S. chapter is finished, uh, probably maybe December second, then we will uh, we will be uh, able to provide uh, the full the full picture of uh, Kiss covers in uh, U.S. and Canada. And it, well, please repeat the please repeat the website again. It kiss on tour 74-83.com in one word kiss on tour 74-83.com is the u.s version of the book going to be bigger are there going to be more covers i'm just i'm assuming there might be more there's more material for u.s and canada or am i wrong in assuming that uh, well, you are not wrong in in the fact that we there's so much that it's there it's its own volume. But 
um, it does not go over the, the rest of the world. So the rest of the world, once again, it's 46 countries and 1,700 covers. And I believe the U.S. will be a little under that. And so total, I think we will reach 3,000 covers. So U.S. and Canada will have about 1,200, 1,300 covers. Okay. So, so those, those, I mean, those two still... countries... Those two countries are going to be close to what the other 46 countries were able to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing come close to U.S. I mean, the the number you've seen a few from that pair showed. And and those are, you know, free issues like daily or weekly free magazines or free newspapers that people threw away. But luckily, some people kept them. So again from 75 on to to recently you, you, there's a these are very very rare hard to find uh covers publications uh for, we, we have that from all over the world but i think us beats that pair that's another thing when it comes to us i think the us fans would be uh they're not going to be different than the european ones because if you think about it, all the magazines that I kept uh, with like Metallica or Iron Maiden or whatever is zero magazines. So if somebody put out the book showing me all the European covers of Iron Maiden, I would easily buy that one because I cut them up or toss them away. So it, it kind of plays on, on the nostalgia as well to see not only the magazines you found in the in the newspaper store but maybe your local magazines it's that, a great idea that surrounds really the concerts i mean european not not european reunion magazines in the us as for free uh, street magazines or sections or what's on now and what's happening and uh, you know all those magazines that you you read by the subway you pick up right. and you toss 90, 90 plus percent of those magazines go straight to the trash or if mom and dad brought them home you cut them up and put them in the scrapbook but the amount that actually kept complete uh, very few very very few so US is a big section just to cover that stuff to find, yeah, I, I tormented Mark for one cover for for the uh, for the book of Worldwide, and I hope uh, Mark could help out more for book number two because US have a lot of weird shit from from the seventies that I would say less than ten copies worldwide exist of, and. Uh, it needs to be somebody like like Mark. The, the age, the the frenzy of just keeping odd shit and uh, right. preserve it from the rest of the world. You need guys like that, and there's many um, titles there that uh, unreal to find. When when it came when it comes to magazines that have international distribution, are you categorize them? categorizing them by the country of where their main office is located, meaning something like Kerrang, is that going to be in volume one? Or That's a UK is, magazine. 
Yes. And Circus yeah. is a U.S. magazine, even though yeah. even though these magazines were available worldwide, worldwide you're going yeah. based yeah, yeah. off of where they were headquartered out of. Yeah. Wherever That's... they were published. Yeah. So we have Kerrang, of course, in the UK, but there's also quite a few uh, in Spain. They have a Spanish version, Metal yeah. Hammer. Metal Hammer is German, but they had the Dutch one. One. They had a yep. Bulgarian one. They had a Czech one. They had a Spanish one. They had Metal Hammer is is uh, in, I think even we have a few in French. I think so. Yeah, whatever the language or the the, the country it was published in will be will be featured in okay. each, in each country. Yes. I you know I love this is such a obvious and simple idea. But as you've explained, it's an incredible undertaking for such a simple idea. Just yeah. to gather and organize magazine covers for a band as large and as international as KISS is just... 50 years. Yeah, 50 years for an international band. And they've, been, they've pretty much been international their entire career from 75, 76 onward. They're an international artist every year. Um, you know, this is this. Like I said, it's a it's a very cool and simple idea. Let's just categorize. Let's just get photos of every magazine cover until two guys sit down and go, "Holy crap! We didn't realize how many magazine covers there are." The the fun thing about it is, it's actually done. It's not done before because you have what's in Kiss Story so so much of just a mix of magazine covers. But I know that Chuck Van Gogh, whose list is in is in this book, he's one of the the godfathers of magazines, and uh, he actually presented this idea to to Gene Simmons many many years ago. And Gene, he shut it down straight away because uh, by his means, it, it couldn't be done. It was too much, too big. And there was no, uh, there was no interest in it, and it was this. So uh, that idea never became. And uh, now, I'm not sure if you guys knew, but now this European tour that just been, uh, Alain had uh, the pleasure to meet Gene Simmons in, in Brussels. So he uh, he actually contributed magazines himself, and they had a, a quick talk about uh, the previous books and uh, the upcoming book. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, if Gene has something to say about about this one because I uh, I'm pretty sure there's a book. bunch of magazines <laughs> in here that he never seen. Oh, I'm sure he'll have a a, a lot oh, to say. Good, good, not <laughs> yeah. not bad, but I think he'll look at this and go. What an incredible undertaking these guys did in yeah. pulling all of this together. Um, and yeah, there will probably be stuff in here he's never seen himself. Yeah, I'm 100% sure of it. I know I sent a few magazines over to Gene via Kiss People. And uh, there's nobody, like Elena said a few times, there's no... There's no bigger fan of Kiss than than Gene himself in in a way, the way yeah. he uh, he always likes to see stuff made with Kiss on worldwide that he brings he, home and just he he is his biggest he fan. Does. That's for sure. 
He's he's his biggest fan. He loves his band. Um, He's proud of it all. I mean, that's the thing. He's proud of all of this stuff. And, you know, that's part of why he, I mean, he's, he's the biggest kiss collector out there. Yes. Yes. I, if I can tell you a a, a quick anecdote about, uh, about uh, my, my encounter with him and it's a very, very special moment. It was a very, very super special moment for me. I've met him a few times uh, over over the years. I've been extremely fortunate and very grateful. Um, but this happened in, in in Brussels, my hometown. And ever since I discovered Kiss in 1979, I, I had this fantasy that I would meet Kiss in the streets of Brussels. Um, I was five, six years old. I had no idea where, where or how I would meet them. But I had this this image that I would meet Kiss one day. And of course, it never happened in makeup or in costume when I, when I was little. But two months ago, I, I met Gene at his hotel in Brussels. Um, and the, rest, the restaurant was outside, so on, almost on the street near the sidewalk. And you could see people coming and going. And, and I met him and I talked to him and I, and I had to tell him, see, you have no idea what this means to me to meet you in the streets of brussels i had this dream for for 40 years and he, he smiled he nodded you know he must he must hear that all the time but he was so nice and oh yes it's it's a beautiful city and i ended up being in front of him and chatting for almost an hour um and i had to also i had to tell him also at the end you know this is a dream come true it, it never i would never imagine to meet you in the streets of brussels and most of the chat we had for, for one hour after I told him we were working on this magazine book was him going through his phone and saying, do you, do you have this cover? You don't? Okay, what's your email? And he sent me an email. said, how about this one? Do you have this one? Do you have this one? How about this one? Do you have this one? And for 45 minutes nonstop, he, cho- he showed me covers he had on his phone and ask if I needed them for the book. And so we have his amazing contribution for this book. Um, they're straight from, from Gene Simmons' collection, a few that we, we didn't have. And that shows how much, of a, how much of a nice person he is, how generous he is, and how much of a big Kiss fan he is. And, and that was really the, the, the highlight of my, uh, of, my, uh, of my life as a KISS fan almost. was was, an, awesome. was fantastic. Well, what a great yeah. story. I mean, thank you for sharing that with us. That's amazing. There you go, people. You know, Gene's invested in this too. And it just sounds like an amazing book that every single one of you should own. But you better you have to order soon because they'll be gone. They always are. Listen, if Mark ordered one, cancel his order because he canceled on appearing on the show with you. okay <laughs> oh no 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 can you send them one with a, just a couple of pages missing oh dear <laughs> and they bend the cover but bend the cover before you put it yeah in yeah the just crease the cover before you send it to them <laughs> with a with a with a with a post-it note that just says sorry, sorry you couldn't be on the show with us sorry we couldn't send you a perfect <laughs> he, he did he did contribute an incredibly rare magazine. I think Pear um, was on his but face he for like weeks. 
I believe that. That doesn't surprise me at all. But yeah, if you if you happen to think of it, please crease the cover before you send it to him. Just you know, hey, bucks. Or, I, or have it... I had um, a while back. I found um, I saved contacts from my old email, and I found a bunch of papers uh, that I printed, and one of those uh, was from uh, from Mark that I saved for obvious reasons. Uh, I don't remember the whole letter now, but as I said earlier about the the posters from Poster Magazine that I sent to uh, to Mark, and and, and uh, first or second time I sent this is back in the day. This predates the PayPal days, so he sent me cash, U.S. cash, in a letter in the, mixed up with papers and shit, and I sent him magazines. The honest days, you can trust people. Yeah, and um, the the first package I sent to him, I misspelled his uh, his name last name. There's a bunch of C's in there, <laughs> and, <laughs> and in that letter that he sent with the cash, it says, uh, "Please wrap them up good, and for fuck's sake, spell my name right this time." <laughs> God, that sounds like him. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I could actually well, see how, how he's fuming. That, yeah, yeah, probably probably had uh, had go to the post office and pick up the package for. God for, forbid he'd for have to actually have to go out and do something. Notice or something from the post office because I misspelled his name. Well, if you happen to think of it, anything you can do to mess with them, we appreciate. You know, even if you have one like shrink wrapped and then start to rip it open and send it to him, because then he'll think they were all shrink wrapped and now he's his is open. <laughs> That's good too. That might even make him crazier than anything else and say, sorry, all the ones that were sealed already are gone. Better yet, <laughs> mis misspell his last name on the address label. Oh, oh that was yes. epic. <laughs> yes. You misspell are his last name. For trouble. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and listen, he's, he's, never, he's, he's never going to know we talked about this because he doesn't watch the show. Yeah, he doesn't no, pay he... attention to anything. <laughs> until, so nobody that's watching or listening to this, do not message him about it. Okay? Do not message him and tell him what we were talking about doing. Because right, it's so beautiful when he gets confused and something happens. And we're just like, oh, <laughs> man. I don't know. Why would you mention it to us? We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Guys, this is uh, this is an awesome book. Um, you know, it's just it's such a simple idea, but it's so much information you've gathered. And you know, hats off to you guys. That's a that was an undertaking to to put this together. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Uh, you know. It, on, honestly, only fans could do this. Only fans yes. could do this. Yeah, you're you're absolutely yeah. right. First of all, because it took decades to put those lists together, and then the the amount of photos that I had to 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 lay out, and and then you have to get the to cut for the correct country, the month, the year. If I was charging, you know, seventy, eighty dollars an hour for design on this. It would it would have been uh, it, yeah, it would have made it not worthwhile. I mean th that exactly to, to exactly. Gene's oh. point. That's why he turned down the idea initially because he was just like this would never yeah. make money. It would never it, make it, money for him to do it on the level he'd want to do it. 
Exactly. And all the time you have to spend researching and then sorting and making sure you have everything. You know, the, uh, he, he told me when, when we had this chat that he, the, um, having all, all the covers in Kistory was, was his idea. He said he wanted to do that for a long time. But, you know, Kistory came out in 94, 95. That's 30 years ago. Yep. There have been, been 30 more years of Kiss covers since then. And I remember it was one of my favorite parts of the book was going, oh, my God, I can't believe they've been on so many covers. But when you look a little more, a bit more in detail, you see many classic ones that are missing. You see that some were printed twice. And it was only, quotation mark, 20 years. We have 50 years. Right. We have it sorted by year. We have so we have them listed uh, by month, by year. So, if you're a collector, this is really almost I would say a dream come true. If you're a casual fan, I think you have a book with one thousand seven hundred photos. So it it's going to be a fun read, and we're we're really uh, excited and looking forward to uh, to get it out. Well, even if you're not a collector of the magazines, now you have them all in one place. So you can at least look at the covers yes. and what, what's out there. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and I'm sure it will bring. Thing. I'm sure it'll bring back memories for everybody who who flips through the book. So you're all gonna go, "Wow, I remember that mm-hmm. my magazine cover." Or like, "My God, I completely forgot about that when I was a kid. I can't believe that's there." Yeah, I mean, stuff like this. That's to me, that's the best part. Is it triggers so many memories. Of, the, the power of when of you Kiss, were a kid. Yes. I mean, like I, that, that meeting that I had when I was like, I can't believe I'm in the streets of Brussels and I'm meeting this. This power that Kiss has with us being becoming seven or eight years old for a minute or two is yeah. unparalleled. It's just yeah, incredible. It's I know you it's mentioned great. it. You mentioned it a few times on the show, but it's it's truly unbelievable how a photo or a poster or something we or you're at the show you you can see them on stage and you just smile and said i'm seven years old again it's you get you you get it yeah you get a flashback to a moment in your past when you first heard that song or first saw something you get goosebumps because you might see that cover and you get goosebumps because you remember how excited you were when you were 10 years old and you were able to buy that magazine, but maybe you've lost it in a garage sale or moves, or you didn't have the money to buy it. So you never were able to buy it. But now here it is. That's that's one of the great things I love about this band is, yeah, because they've been around for 50 years, there's just so many things that you can look at, watch, or listen to. Yeah. True, And it just takes you back to a place in time. It's just hard work. Magazines and posters. I, I think everybody uh, asked if, uh, if you asked them what posters they had on their walls as a kid and where they hung and where the magazine's covers were blasted all over the, the walls together with pinups and stuff. Because you didn't think, okay, obviously Tommy thought about that way, way, way before me, but 
back then, you bought the magazine, you took out the poster, you yep. pin it on the wall. If there was a pin-up or a cool picture together with an article, it goes on the wall yep. until the wall was full, and then you stop putting it to, to plastic sleeves in a scrapbook or tape it into a pa- piece of paper, whatever. And I mean, yeah. some of those, some of those things. A buddy in um, in the US bought uh, a scrapbook that I was actually gonna bid on, but I I stopped in in uh, just last seconds because it was too rough shape for my taste. But the the inside of that scrapbook it has those ads that you you remember seeing in newspapers as a kid. They wasn't printed in retail magazines. They were in newspapers. So they were there for one day or maybe a week or two numbers in that week, and then they were gone. And that's the thing with magazines as well, especially if it's not one of those magazines that you buy at the newsstand, where it's a Kiss special or a teen magazine or circulation magazine in a way. It's a free magazine. It's... uh, it's within the magazine. It's within the newspaper. Those magazines, you know, but you forgot them until you see them in, in a picture. And then it brings back all the childhood memories around that picture. Yeah, I well, bet it's, it's going to be that way. And the only reason that I would buy more than one copy isn't that I figured it out. Uh, it, it, I tripped over the ideas because I was meeting so many people that were kiss fans and they had stuff that I didn't have and they weren't interested in selling anything. They only wanted to trade for (laughs) something they didn't have, which makes sense. And it's like, so there was other people that well, no dude, I always buy two or three copies, one to put on the wall and one to keep mint and one to trade so that if, you know, and that's how I got the, the first grooves magazine is I was able to find something that that person didn't have that they wanted. And so it was yeah. more like, how do I get more stuff than it was anything else? It wasn't like I was consciously thinking, hey, you know, it was just dumb luck. You were smarter than the other kids. Just say, <laughs> oh, I learned it from somebody else. I didn't think of it is what I'm saying. So <laughs> I saved what I could, but I also was, there were so many things I missed out on, you know, so many. Yeah, but around that age there uh, and that era, it must have been. I mean, there's there's not the nicest per parents in the world could afford to buy all that stuff. Well, no, Unless but I, I worked. But I I I started working my first job at twelve. I was delivering newspapers, so I didn't have a lot of money, but I made enough money to to buy these things. And I would mow yards. I would do whatever I could to get extra cash because my parents were completely against it. But I remember going up to Alexandria, which is a it's a city north of Minneapolis and St. Paul. And there's a lot of lakes up there and a lot of people go up there to vacation. We went up there every year. And we knew that the uh, the KISS uh, comic book, number one, was coming out. We hadn't seen it yet, but we knew it was coming out or it was out. And I'll never forget going into the drugstore up in a small town with my buddy Ward. And there was 10 of them. We each bought five. Wow. How much was that? 170 something? About a buck 50 a piece, I think it was. Uh, 
I had literally all of my money that I had brought for the whole week as a vacation <laughs> to play, you know, pinball or the the um, jukebox at the bar right down the road from where we were staying because they had arcade games. Blew it. We both blew every penny we had <laughs> on, on on five copies for on the magazines. Yeah. Uh. Because we didn't know if we'd see it again because we'd been looking for it for... And and then no other KISS fan in Alexandria could buy that comic book because you two guys bought them all. Well, fuck yeah. To sell on future eBay. You know, I had almost the same thing. Frickin' hoarders. You guys were hoarders (laughs) back then. Mark's the hoarder. (laughs) I had the same, almost the same experience when my... During my first trip to to the U.S., when I, I I visited New York with with my dad, I was maybe sixteen or seventeen, and I had I knew about all, all the these key things, and I I had never seen them. And we were walking um, in Manhattan, I think near the Greenwich Village, and there was a, a woman had magazines on on the sidewalk, and that's the first time I saw the Kiss comic, the the Marvel comic book, and I. I just I couldn't get my hands on this thing faster. It was I think thirty dollars, which was a lot of money. But yeah. it was like you, it's like I will never see it again. I I I had come to New York just to to buy stuff and to 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 enjoy the uh, the experience. So the first time I saw the Marvel comic was in nineteen eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, and I I just was so excited. Wow, it's the Marvel comic. The Kiss Marvel comic, it's unbelievable. And, you know, she was trying to sell it to me. You know, it's printed, it's printed in real Kiss blood. I said, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Shut up, just, just take my money. <laughs> yeah. my, exactly, exactly. I was but so I, I, went, I saw it. My first, my first trip in the U.S., I, I went crazy. I, I, I Honestly, I imagine I would see Kiss at every, Kiss stuff at every corner. Of course, it wasn't, but. I, I came back with magazines and posters and, and but, everything I could I could get my hands on. But that was the heyday in Manhattan because that was right at the end before stuff started to change. So I'm sure you went into it's only rock and roll, Revolver Records, Sony. Second Coming yes. Records, Bleaker, Bob, Bleaker yes. Bobs, all those yes. places Se- that don't exist. Lonely anymore. Planet and all that, yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. You'd go in and you'd, you'd see the bootleg records and you'd see the yes. posters. And, yes. Oh, yeah. Love Saves the Day, which was mostly a, uh, that was on First Avenue, that was mostly uh, just toys, but they had, you know, the Mego dolls, and they had all this stuff that you hadn't seen in 15 years. Yeah, first the first time I saw the Mego doll, I didn't even knew, I didn't even know they existed. It was that it, it's only it's only rock and roll. I, I, mm-hmm. I could not believe that place. And then I see... <laughs> That that box with a kiss doll, and I just lost my mind because when I was I was a kid, I I had I had Spider Man on the Mego doll, and I it it was torn into pieces after a while. But I remember thinking, wouldn't it be cool if they had kiss dolls, and I had no idea they existed. Right. So when I saw them, I they were they only had Paul Stanley in the box. I I grabbed that immediately. I had. It was just <laughs> unbelievable because you had no information in you know yeah. in the 80s and uh, I I had just started to to learn to read and, and speak English so there was a whole a whole new world opened when you uh, when you discovered the fanzines and, and, and all that it, it was it was really incredible. That's cool. Well and you know the other part of it is as well 
is it is it leads to even more interest in things as you keep discovering all this new stuff. And for the younger people that are listening or watching, this is the piece that we're always trying to share with you is, is that you really truly, if you're younger and you don't know what it's like not to have a phone or internet or any of that, that's why this book you guys did is such an amazing feat to me. Because even with the technology we have today, you're tracking down stuff from well before the internet that, to your point, very, very hard to find. Because this would be impossible to do if we weren't where we are right now. Well, out, outside of your country back then, you had no idea anything existed elsewhere. Right. I mean, I, I remember when I, when I built my very first website, Kiss Otaku, this would have been back in 95. The, the, the main driving factor behind this was I want to be able to share on this thing called the internet these magazine covers, these articles that I'm seeing. I'm living in Chicago, steering the, you know, the reunions now happening. But now I'm hearing from fans in Brazil who are sending me this magazine cover from Brazil. I'm like, holy crap, I didn't even know this ever existed. And now I can put this little scan on the on my website and the rest of the fans around the world can come check it out. I was just like, to me, that was the biggest thing about building a website back in, in 95 was, wow, it's no longer limited to my world in Chicago or Illinois, or the United States. Now, it's the world. It's it's everything, you know, if a KISS fan has finds me on an email address or a Usenet group, and they send me an article from their country, I can post it. Because there's going to be fans around the world who are like, holy shit, I've never saw that. I never knew about that. I never heard that. That's... You know, I mean, it's great now because now it's everything's accessible and you know about everything around the world instantly. But yeah, you got to think back. I don't we think had, you can explain that. To, you to can't you can't explain no. it and, unless you actually <laughs> understood it. I mean, again, I, I remember walking into my local um, import record shop in 82-ish. And seeing that Kerrang! magazine that had Gene and the Creatures of the Night cover artwork on the cover of that yeah. Kerrang! magazine. And my head exploded. I was like, holy sh... It's, it's, it's Gene Simmons, Creatures of the Night, full cover, multi-page article. Mm -hmm. this, was, this just didn't exist in the U.S. at that point right. in time. This was dead in the U.S., and I walk in and I see, City. and I see this magazine with Gene on it and all these great photos, and I'm just like, "What? What's going on in the rest <laughs> of the world?" Yeah, because I the, the idea of Sweden having a poster magazines or that never even like I, I had no concept of anything outside. You, yeah, of you US. wouldn't even think about it. You wouldn't have mm -mm. even thought about it. So, yeah, it's. It is but so the best cool. Space one? That, yes, that one right there. That one. one right there. Yeah. Again, I, I will to this day say that is the greatest it magazine cool cover that KISS has ever been on. 
Yeah, that that nice photo one for sure. is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. But My absolute thing favorite cover. A lot from from back when. I, I thought about it. I need I need to say this because I talked to uh, a buddy about it earlier today. But like Tommy said, he he blew all the money for for the vacation. Uh, but but it was well worth it. I was uh, I don't remember which year this is, but one of the trips to Australia, I was in Melbourne and I took a local bus out to a record store that I read about. That is, he called the Vicious Slot. It's outside Melbourne in one of the suburbs. And I come in there and there's one small thin guy looking like um, he could be one of Hitler's right-hand guys with the small round glasses. And the other guy is a Greek guy with a big afro. And the big guy, his name is Siko. He, he likes Led Zeppelin. And he knows about Led Zeppelin bootlegs from Sweden that I never heard of. The, the little Nazi guy, he's look, he looking for a Sweden bootleg of Sex Pistols when they played in my hometown, 1976, that I learned from both these guys. And uh, they get a, get a hold of a, that, I, uh, that I like Kiss, and they're starting to, to show me American stuff. And uh, I said, I'm here for the, for the Australian stuff. That's, what, uh, that's my main goal. And we we stand there talking easy an hour or something. My girlfriend she calls me and asks, "What's up?" I'm I'm coming. I'm coming. Before I leave this shop, the secret guy he says, "I have one thing you need to see before you leave." And uh, he goes in the back and brings out a big sheet uh, like a poster in a in a bordered in plastic sleeve like Mark posters, and it's. The first thing he pulls out is is the Hotter Than Hell uh, calendar poster, the promo thing. And behind that one is a test sheet of the first vinyl with no Kiss logo with diamonds. There's a drawn cover uh, logo, like the Nothing to Lose first ad, the small ad that has the flames. Yeah. So this is this is... I have a good friend in Melbourne who's seen this. He was there at that store looking at it every other month. And, uh, <laughs> Just and I have a friend it. in New York who was going to buy it when it was on uh, eBay while I still was traveling. And the story goes that if I if I had bought that, which I should have, still possibly, uh, beats me up 15, 20 years ago, uh, while I'm out traveling, this thing is going up on, on eBay, but nobody's seen it. Nobody really thinks it's the real deal, so it doesn't sell. But I call these guys ASAP, I get home, and a week earlier, they sold it to none other than the guitar player in Pearl Jam. So this is, this. or oh, the weird thing about this, it's, it has nothing to do with this book, but it's a good story. The weird thing about this is it's never been seen. It's never been talked about. And the sad thing is I can only talk about this with two people that have seen it because nobody has seen it. It's that weird. And it's 
and all that came up just by spending all the money. I w if I would have bought that one, I had uh, minus one girlfriend and a very short vacation. But now, maybe I should have bought it. I mean, because uh, <laughs> where's the girlfriend? She's long gone. Yeah, uh, she's long gone. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell I Mark this story? It, you know. Did you tell Mark this story? No. You should, because that'll make him crazy that this thing exists that he's never seen. Yeah. Unless it's, you let us do it, because I get a lot. I should have, I should have had a, a picture of a hard drive somewhere. And Frank in Australia, he says, uh, he says he had, but he had a, a drive that crashed. But one thing that I beat him up every often of is why didn't you take a picture of it? And why didn't I take a picture of it? Right. This is even this is pre phones. There was no yeah. smartphones, but I mean, I had a camera. I was on right. vacation. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm because not sure. You're not thinking about it at the time. I wasn't the smart kid like you, you know. I, I should have. Uh... <laughs> so what it could have should have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's... Hey, Kiss fans aren't the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> No Guys, <laughs> the, the, yeah, no comment. We all we're all Kiss fans, so it it all applies, right? Um, guys, this has been amazing. I mean, what a trip down memory lane! This looks like it's going to be an awesome book. Uh, I mean, we've we've told people this in the past, Alan. If you're doing a book, everybody's got to go pre-order it. I mean, it's you know what you're getting, you know it's going to sell out. Uh, you you know. You know it's going to arrive at your doorstep. Let's put it yep. that way. No magic. magic. It's hard work. Just, yeah, there's no magic involved here. Just good old-fashioned hard work. Thank you. <laughs> yes, we're 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 very uh, we we worked we worked very hard on this one. Like like I said, it's it's been it's been quite a challenge. I've I've never dealt with uh, seven seventeen hundred photos. Uh, but it's worth it. I mean, no one's done it before. It, it had to be done. I think we we all we all have obviously, as we we've seen a, a a special connection with certain magazine covers, and now you you will have all of them, all fifty years, forty plus countries, uh, in in not one volume, two volumes, but um, it 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 will be uh, it will be kept uh, for the. For the ages. Three, let's let's be honest. It's going to be three volumes once they start touring again. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's be well, honest we, here. We we did we did the first fifty years. Someone else can do the next fifty years. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, there you the go. Easy part. <laughs> it'll it'll the 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 next fifty years will be magic. There you go. <laughs> Just don't send any money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what one one more time? Uh, what's the URL to go purchase the book? Yes, you can go to kissontour74-83.com. Uh, you can pre-order the book. There's a book. There's a newsletter as well. Uh, you have shipping to most countries. It's really easy, really straightforward uh, a website. So uh, have a look and uh, hope to get your uh, your order soon. It will it will sell out. They always do. I just they always do, and it will get delivered. I mean, don't don't have fear of ordering this book because of 
somebody else's actions. This will show up at your doorstep. Guaranteed. Guys, thank you so much. This has been a real pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you for you. inviting thank us. Thank you for having us today. I, that was. It's always fun talking with Alan. That was such a great conversation. I am so excited about this. The 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 two series that's coming out. The yeah, U.S. Having, ones and the one that's out right now. Having um, two was great. Yes, you know. so many great stories. Um, these guys tackled an incredible feat. They produced a book. They printed a book. They're shipping a book. They've done what other people can't do. So support, support people who create and actually finish and produce and ship projects like this. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't wait. I, I, I haven't gotten every one of his books, but I'm going to go order this one because magazine covers. There's so many memories that come from magazine. I'm covers. so interested in this. Yes, very much so. So go support them. A quick homework question. What magazine cover for you has the most memories? I mentioned mine was that Crane cover. Um, for all of our listeners out there, what magazine cover has the most memories means something special to you. And, and do you have any of, of um, Elaine's other books? And what do you think? Do you have a favorite? We know his books are great. We no, know, but I mean, what, what's your favorite? They're all good. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's your homework. Three sides of the coin. Next week, it's another book discussion. Next mm -hmm. week, it's all about this book. We're going to be joined by Julian talking about Mask Hysteria World Tour 1980-81. And listen, this is... I have to order that. This is well... This is this is a scrapbook. This book yeah, looks like... Cool. This, book, like this book looks like magic. No, it doesn't because it's physical. Well, that's true. Magic doesn't exist. Never will exist never has existed um all right that's it three sides of the coin we're out of here see you next Do week you have something to say leave a voicemail or send us a text message call 320-515 voices for three sides of the coin provided by larry davis voice.com and by jessica mars voice.com that's mars with a z